98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Rain and snow across central Kansas. We have the story. Kansas Governor Kelly delivering the State of the State speech. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. The storm system that brought us some snow continues to shift on off to the east of us with quiet weather expected throughout the rest of the week. Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes. The city of Wichita has had crews working to keep area streets as drivable as possible. During this winter's storm overnight, trucks began Tuesday putting down a salt and sand mixture. Interim Assistant Director of Public Works Aaron Henning says their main focus is on primary roads and streets. With over 5,000 lane miles of streets in Wichita, it's impossible to effectively treat all of the streets. So we first focus on about 1,500 lane miles of emergency routes and major arterials, paying special attention to major traffic routes that serve hospitals, emergency facilities, and public schools. A winter weather advisory was in effect until 6 o'clock this morning. During the State of the State address last evening, Kansas Governor Laura Kelly spoke about her efforts on economic development, saying the state is in a new era of growth and that she'll continue to look for ways to attract skilled workers and keep existing ones from leaving. This is another one of those big existential challenges ahead of us. If we fail to train up a large, more skilled workforce, businesses will stop knocking at our door. And the trend of our children and grandchildren moving to Missouri, to Colorado, to Texas, in search of work, will accelerate. The governor also emphasizing her desire to extend Medicaid in the state, and she called on lawmakers to act on medical marijuana. Governor Kelly spoke about the pursuit of middle-of-the-road policies during that speech last night. In reacting to her speech, Representative Stephen Owens, a Heston Republican, said there were areas of agreement. We certainly agree on focusing on water. We agree on focusing on rural development. We agree on focusing on mental health. So uh, while there are some differences, there are definitely some, some ways we can work together. Police are investigating after a man's body was found in South Wichita. Investigators say 22-year-old Daniel Studebaker was found face down on South Southeast Boulevard Monday afternoon. He had been reported missing just a few hours before his body was found. Cause of death remains under investigation. Anyone with information about the case is asked to call police or Crime Stoppers at uh, 267-2111. The Wichita City Council receiving recommendations from the city's ethics advisory board regarding work on the city's ethics policies. The board is currently staffed by the Public Policy and Management Center at Wichita State. The board has met three times to develop and discuss policy issues, board member qualifications, the selection of an ethics officer, and procedures needed for the public to file a valid ethics violation complaint. Kathy Sexton with PPMC said a valid complaint can't be an email or letter. So we thought really what would be best is to make a form that walks people through. This is a requirement. If you don't fill this blank in, you have not completed the requirements of this policy. And so we wanted to require a complaint form. Some of the board's next steps include scheduling policy revisions for a future council meeting, completing current ethics investigations, and creating training videos. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Cleanup efforts are underway in Texas after severe weather 
brought significant damage to suburbs outside Houston. Officials in Deer Park, Texas, confirming a tornado touched down Tuesday afternoon, leaving in its wake downed power lines and damage to multiple buildings. The power will be the biggest issue over the next 24 hours of getting that addressed and getting that turned back on. Deer Park Mayor Jerry Mouton providing an update hours after the tornado struck, urging residents to stay off the roads to allow crews to work on clearing those roads and restoring power. Mouton applauding residents for checking in on each other and thankful that his town has experienced no loss of life from these storms. Just grateful to God that uh, that he was able to protect uh, life in, in here and so we'll deal with the property and, and we will recover and rebuild. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Wichita State men's basketball tonight at Coke Arena. We'll hear from Coach Brown coming up in sports. A dog is responsible for a shooting that killed a man in Sumner County. That story and more on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 708, 8 minutes past 7 o'clock. Investigators say a dog is responsible for a shooting that killed a man in Sumner County Saturday. The Sumner County Sheriff's Office says the victim was 30-year-old Joseph Austin Smith of Wichita. Shooting occurred south of Oxford and southeast of Wellington. According to the Sumner County Sheriff's Office, Smith was sitting in the front passenger seat of a pickup. A rifle and hunting gear were in the back seat. Investigators say a dog belonging to the truck's owner stepped on the rifle, causing it to discharge. Smith was hit in the back. He died at the scene. The gunman suspected of killing three people at a convenience store yesterday in the state of Washington is now dead. Hours after the manhunt began for 21-year-old Jared Haddock, confirmation that the suspect took his own life. The suspect uh, apparently shot and killed himself, and that was prior to officer's arrival. Yakima Police Chief Matt Murray, authorities tipped off by a 911 caller who had loaned her phone to Haddock. He then called his mother and he made several incriminating statements, including, I killed those people. Police initially surrounding a nearby home where Haddock was believed to be inside. It was determined he was no longer there. The motive behind the shooting remains unknown, but the Yakima Police Department continues to investigate. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. A Florida airport was partially evacuated after a Frontier Airlines passenger made a bomb threat. The Palm Beach County Sheriff's Department says the passenger on a flight from Palm Beach to Philadelphia claimed there was a bomb in his bags. That prompted an evacuation of a terminal at Palm Beach International Airport. So bomb detection dogs and the sheriff's bomb squad could be brought in to check his bags. Nothing was found, but six flights were delayed. The man arrested by the FBI. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Being gay isn't a crime. Pope Francis speaking out against laws criminalizing homosexuality. There are 67 countries or jurisdictions where same-sex activity is illegal. There are anti-sodomy laws in more than a dozen U.S. states. And Pope Francis, in an interview with AP, admits those laws are sometimes supported by Catholic bishops. But the pontiff says it's time for these bishops to convert, adding homosexuality is not a crime. Francis says his position is that God loves us as we are. He does, however, say that while being homosexual is not a crime, he does still consider it a sin. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.10, 10 minutes past 7 o'clock. 
plenty going on in traffic right now here in the Wichita area. We've got uh, that pair of slide-offs reported. That's uh, East of Mount Hope on K96. Uh, I've had a couple of reports of some traffic accidents in some residential areas. Remember those residential and side streets in the Wichita areas? They aren't going to be treated out there, so you're going to have to be driving very slowly. Uh, taking a look at the Witchway cameras on Kellogg especially, it does look like traffic is moving very slowly out there. Don't have any big accidents on Kellogg or I-135 at the moment, but traffic is running slowly, and that's a good thing on a day like today. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Trackers forecast. With Kansas today, meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Stephen Ted. How you guys doing? Doing great. Good, good. Celebrating the fact that we are able to work indoors today. Some people are not. Yeah, well, we were still outdoors for a little while too. Was the driving to work okay? No, oh, mine was great. How about you, Ted? Oh, I got here. We're here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here too, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, it's not just the drive that we've been talking about. Of course, uh, you know, we had the wintry weather, which it, everything started off and kicked off uh, as yesterday. But then there was that brief switch to some light rain. And then, of course, back to snow late last night. So given uh, what we've been going through over the last 24 hours, everybody listening out there, please make sure that we're all driving safely and allowing extra travel time. We don't want anybody to be in a, in a rush, in a hurry out there and end up hitting one of those random slick spots that could be lurking and end up causing an accident. So when it comes to not only driving, we also want to make sure, this may sound a little silly, but make sure that we're walking safely too. I, I told my uh, my co-anchors, Eddie and Julia, that walking out to my car this morning, I, I did the, you know, the, the slow kind of penguin walk just to make sure I didn't slip on anything. And some of us may want to continue to do that as we go through this morning. But conditions should gradually improve. We'll be able to get back above freezing again later on today. 36 actually the high yesterday, 37 today. So even though we'll feel pretty much like yesterday, again, at least we'll be able to get above freezing which will help uh, melt and dry things out out there as we go through the day ahead. May not be completely dry, of course, but again, getting above freezing will help. Mostly cloudy skies. The cloud cover looks like it's going to be stubborn. Northwest breeze at 10 to 20 miles an hour, in addition to the clouds, going to help keep us chilly out there. Should be able to turn partly cloudy tonight, though, with a low of 22 degrees. Just another freezing, quiet start early tomorrow. And then we'll have a mix of clouds and sun for Thursday. By Friday, nice rebound in our temperatures. After a high of 39 tomorrow, jumping up to 52 once our winds switch out of the southwest on Friday. However, now this mild air that we're going to gain to wrap up the work and school week out there, it's going to be brief and short-lived. Back down to 48 come Saturday. A, uh, an Arctic front expected to come through the area this weekend, tracking north to south. Of course, Wichita a little bit farther south compared to the rest of the Sunflower State. So we'll be one of the last ones for that front to come through. We're definitely going to feel the effects of it come Sunday to wrap up the weekend. High of 28 degrees. That's likely where we're going to stay, not only early next week, but throughout much of next week with highs in the 20s. When it comes to any additional chances of snow, we'll have a chance, it looks like maybe late Saturday night, and then possibly into early Sunday, and then once again, uh, possibly into early Tuesday as well. Right now, 31 degrees, a little bit of fog, mist being picked up out there. North wind at 13 miles an hour, wind chill 21 degrees, and even though that snow has stopped falling, again, just make sure that you're driving safely out there. National Weather Service at midnight noted an inch of snow on the ground here in Wichita. Have they seen any totals since that time? Anything more than that, uh, Ronnell? 
for Wichita, no corrections or changes, okay. but I just posted something online with uh, the rest of the area for anybody that commutes, whether it's to the northeast or to the south, but uh, in general across the area, uh, those snowfall amounts, they have ranged from uh, one to three inches. One to three. All right. Thank you, Ron L. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today Meteorologist Ron L. Williams. 7.15, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. And uh, temperature, uh, high temperature in Wichita yesterday, 36 degrees. Normal high for the date, 45, so not too far off. But if you're out there driving this morning, Jazz has noted we've been, had a number of runoffs. Uh, that's where you slide off the roadway, or slide-offs, whatever you want to call them. It's a little slick out there in spots, so take it easy. Uh, January 25th, Ted, on this date in 1981, the 52 American hostages uh, held hostage by Iran for 444 days arrived in the United States. I remember there's one great photo, probably an AP photo. Uh, you've probably seen it, Ted. It's Air Force officers coming, coming through the off a tarmac where he's landed. Mm-hmm. In some, I don't know if it, I don't think it was here, but anyway, he's bent down and here comes his his little girl in her dress and her mm-hmm. pretty shoes, and she's probably about eight or ten years old, running toward dad. Uh, has he's been released and he's coming home. So good for them. Yeah, that was a good day. A good, good day. Let's see what else we got to talk about. Oh, wanted to mention something because uh, our uh, funeral services for our good friend Bill Roy, who passed away Sunday, uh, they've announced when they're going to be. So mark your calendars if you if you know Bill and you want to celebrate his life. Uh, as I'm, you and I are going to be there. I know it's going to be uh, February seventh. I think it's a Tuesday at 2 p.m., and it'll be at Wichita's Central Community Church. That's the one that's 6100 West Maple mm-hmm. out on the west side of the Big Ditch. Pretty good auditorium there. It's a big, it's a it's sizable a, space. It's a, it's a yeah. sizable space, and, and they're, they're probably going to need it. it. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be, again, 2 o'clock on February 7th. And then they're also going to have a service in Lenexa at 2 o'clock on the 4th of February. Of course, uh, you know, Bill grew up in Shawnee Mission yeah. North. Yeah. So there's going to be a service in Lenexa as well. All right, uh, 717, Stephen 10 in the morning. You're going to be uh, working tonight. Going yeah, to do late PA tonight. work up mm-hmm. there. Shocker basketball tonight, and uh, Ted's going to be there, Ted. Yeah, we got Shocker hoops tonight for the men. Wichita State hosting Tulane. Now, these teams, last year they played twice, and Tulane won both those games, both by one point. Yikes. Maybe that's why FanDuel can't even decide who will win tonight. Basically a toss-up between the Shockers and Tulane. Shockers have won three of their last four games. Tulane comes in with a record of 12-7. and seven. And let's get some thoughts from Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. Yes, this is a big game for us. You know, this game will put us back at 500 in the conference of a game you got to have. you got to protect home. I think anytime you can win at home, that gives your team confidence. But overall, I think those guys are competing. They're, they're fighting every game to get baskets in transition. We got to value the basketball and not turn it over because, like you said, Tulane, East Carolina, those two teams don't turn it over, and we got to play inside out. Shockers in Tulane tonight. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame show at 7 o'clock. The game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight in Coke Arena. Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Men's action last night for fifth-ranked Kansas State. The Wildcats on the road visiting 12th-ranked Iowa State. And the Wildcats did have a lead at halftime, but Iowa State was better in the second half. Cyclones win it 80-76. K-State's first loss of the season by single digits. K-State's first loss this season when they've had a halftime lead. 
Iowa State has not lost a home game yet this season. 11-0 in Ames. There were 14,000 fans there last night for a sellout. So this leaves a three-way tie for first place atop the Big 12 Conference. These two teams, K-State, Iowa State, and Texas, now in a three-way tie atop the conference standings. Juco basketball last night, Butler Community College, men and women on the road up in the northwest part of the state visiting Colby. The Butler women are ranked 23rd in the nation. They beat Colby by 41 points, 91-50. The Butler women on a six-game winning streak, now 16-3 on the season. And after that, the Butler men visiting Colby. The Butler men ranked number 16 in the nation. Dennis Higgins had the call of the game on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Pass up the floor goes to Hill. Hill drives in. He gets a double team. Scores it and he's fouled. Boy, that pass up the floor from Williams about half the floor length. Hill got it on the right wing and just took it against a double team to the rim and forced it in and he draws the foul. And the Butler men go on to beat Colby. 72-67 was the final score. The Butler men are on a six-game winning streak. They're now 16-4 on the season. And Butler turns right around and plays again tonight. Still up in the northwest part of the state. The Butler men visiting Northwest Kansas Tech. And Dennis Higgins will have the call of that game as well. Beginning at 8-15 tonight. You can listen live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Indiana Pacers win at home, beat the Chicago Bulls 116-110, to snapping a seven-game losing streak. Starting a guard for the Pacers, Buddy Heald, who played at Sunrise Christian Academy in Bel Air. Buddy had 19 points and five rebounds. The Pacers are in the number nine spot in the Eastern Conference. Speaking of Sunrise Christian Academy, one of its players got a huge honor yesterday, Matas Buzelis. Six feet ten. Big guy. He was named to the McDonald's High School All-American roster. High School All-American right here at Sunrise Christian. And he's already committed. Once he leaves Sunrise, he'll go play for the NBA G League. And in girls basketball, also named to McDonald's High School All-American, Addie Brown, who goes to Derby. And she is going to play at Iowa State after she's done at Derby. So we have two high school All-Americans playing right here. High school basketball in the Wichita area. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 721 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. Would you be able to respond to a health emergency? Good question. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 31 degrees now. Fog and mist in the Wichita area. 20 states are suing the White House over a recent migrant program. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson reports. A little less than half the country is suing the Biden administration right now over its new border policy they say violates the law. All Republican-led states, it's notable, three border states, California, Arizona, and New Mexico, are not among them. The new parole program announced by the White House earlier this month allows up to 30,000 migrants from Cuba, Nicaragua, Haiti, and Venezuela to come to the U.S. each month. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton sounding off in part, quote, Every state in America, especially border states like Texas, is being crushed by the impacts of illegal immigration. The Biden open borders agenda has created a humanitarian crisis that is increasing crime and violence in our streets, overwhelming local communities and worsening the opiate crisis. States suing the White House include Kansas, 
California's governor discussing gun safety in the wake of several mass shootings across his state. California Governor Gavin Newsom joining local officials in San Mateo County to address the mass shooting in Half Moon Bay, one of three recent attacks in the state. Only in America do we see this kind of carnage. Explaining. You know, state in America has done more than the state of California, and the data bears out the efficacy the success of gun safety. Gun safety saves lives, but notably, not in every case. No one's naive. But accusing congressional Republicans of blocking gun safety reform. One state can't do it alone. 19 people have died from shootings in Half Moon Bay, Monterey Park, and in Oakland over the last few days. Kristen Goodwin. Fox News. City council members got a progress report on a project to make healthy food more accessible to Wichitans. The Healthy Corner Store Initiative project is about three quarters of the way complete. Work began in 2020 to create a city and county food system master plan with a goal of improving access to healthy food. Project partners say several factors are key to making the program successful. They stress the importance of working with existing food distribution organizations who have experience in transporting produce to the marketplace. Stores must also have support to display and market the produce and to be able to accept government assistance programs like SNAP and WIC. The project steering committee has identified neighborhoods of low income and low access to transportation that would benefit greatly from the pilot project. The goal is for six stores to open by the end of this year, another 12 by the end of 2024. Rodney Price, KNSS News. In a pre-recorded response to Kansas Governor Kelly's State of the State speech last night, Kansas Senate President Ty Masterson said Republicans have high hopes for this session. He says he hopes to see more cooperation as they work to reduce taxes and create more jobs for Kansas. The governor made repeated claims that she governed from the middle and claimed many victories. Of course, the nature of our divided government means that any bill reaching the governor's desk only does so with Republican effort. And all meaningful victories, whether axing a tax, balancing a budget, or bringing new economic development to Kansas, all begin with Republicans. Regardless of who attempts to take credit, I'm optimistic we will find more common ground. And he said Republicans are committed to putting the people of Kansas first and that the party plans to deliver results, not rhetoric, this legislative session. A Scottsdale, Arizona suburb loses a court fight over sharing the city's water. An Arizona judge says she won't compel the city of Scottsdale to resume an arrangement that allowed residents of a neighboring community to get their water from the city, saying it's not the court's concern. On January 1st, Scottsdale cut off the water it had provided to Rio Verde Foothills, saying it needs to guarantee there's enough for its own residents amid a long-lasting drought. Several hundred residents are now using up the last of the Scottsdale water that haulers delivered in late December to large tanks buried in their yards, but they have said they expect it will dry up soon. Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. Oklahoma's highest criminal appeals court has agreed to slow the pace of executions at the request of the state's new attorney general. The Oklahoma Court of Criminal Appeals issued an order Tuesday setting execution dates for the next seven death row inmates scheduled to die by lethal injection. Oklahoma's new attorney general, Gentner Drummond, had requested 60 days between executions because he said carrying out an execution every 30 days placed too much of a burden on prison staff. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. As snow began yesterday in Wichita, much of it melted as it hit the ground, but officially we're seeing just over an inch and a half of accumulation through the duration of this storm. It's now making its way further east, 
becoming breezy today with cloud cover or high 36. Partly cloudy in 23 overnight, tomorrow's high 39. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now fog, mist, 31 degrees, and we have a north wind at 13 miles per hour. Had a winter weather advisory that uh, overnight that was due to expire at 6 o'clock this morning for uh, most of the states across uh, this part of the, uh, most of the counties across this state, including Sedgwick, but uh, looks like that weather's kind of moved out the area, at least most of the the snow and rain, Ted. Uh, 7.34, Stevens Head in the morning, 98, 7 and 13.30, KNSS, and uh, with us this morning, is Tom Hine from the Kansas Department of Transportation. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Steve and Ted. Yay! Hey, how about that? Do you? Uh, uh, hey, wait, we talked to you yesterday. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, we did. we're, we're going to have to pay you twice yeah. this week. That's right. He's going to have to double the money for you, Tom. <laughs> well, I can retire on that. Are you sure? You <laughs> sure can. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, the you got you had your trucks out overnight, did you not? On the highways of uh, Wichita in this area. Right, the crews were out working the highways, and and they'll continue today to clean up those shoulders and and uh, ramps that still need a little bit of attention. They'll they'll watch for slick spots and and treat them as needed. Now, what are uh, what are you treating them with right now? Is it salt and sand, uh, salt and brine, salt and sand? What are you doing? Well, with it being this wet, I think they'll be throwing dry salt, okay. dry salt, because uh, we've we've kind of cut back on using sand because it clogs up our drainage system so much and so we're pretty much using salt and brine most of the time any plowing needed to be done here on our highways this morning well i think they're well they might be plowing that on the shoulders yeah because i can see cameras that there's there's a lot of shoulders that need some attention today and we'll get to that uh temperatures boy they're not going to come up that much but uh we should be in the safe zone as far as refreeze until tonight so we'll we'll be watching that again tonight how many trucks? I mean, know the cities. Uh, we reported today the city has city of Wichita has got more than sixty trucks. Uh, how many do you have at uh, KDOT for this area? In in Wichita, we've got about twenty four trucks, depending on whether you know fully operational and you know they're mechanical devices. So we always have some in the shop. Yeah. But generally, twenty four uh, snowplows for Wichita itself, and then South Central Kansas. You know, we see about a hundred trucks. And statewide, probably about three hundred. Hmm. Now, are you, are you on a twelve-hour? Sh- are you on on a twelve-hour shift right now? Uh, our crews are, yes. Yeah, not you, but uh, no, not necessarily <laughs> me. I good night's sleep, but yeah. I'm, I'm up early to, <laughs> to check on things. So you're on about a four-hour shift then, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a full day today, and and then we'll be watching. You sure. know, to see if there's any quick spots tonight. So. It could uh, refreeze on us. These uh, the trucks that you use, um, are, who are they made by? Who manufactures your trucks? Oh, it depends on what year we buy them. Oh, I mean, okay. They, you know, we do a bidding process, and, and I don't even know what kind of trucks we oh, have right now. Okay. They, Variety. They are high tech, I tell you. You get in that cab, and it's like, wow, these are, it's like driving a computer almost. Are you kidding? I mean, I, I thought you just got in there, and there was a big old red handle to your right, and you pulled that down, and the blade came down. And then well, you, you pulled it back days. up. And <laughs> that's we've, up, we've upgraded since then. <laughs> Tom, that's about all the technology I can handle. So, uh, Okay, well, that's so. That's why I'm not a snowplow operator, you know? So what what is the message we're putting on our electric signs this morning? Slow down. Well, uh, <laughs> well that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. But no, we 
we have some spots might be slick, and I think you might find that at the uh, the edge or a ramp or something like that. But the main line, boy, the traffic seems to be moving way too fast. Yep. Uh, <laughs> slow down. Leave a little space between you and the car in front of you. Uh, oh, you know. Yeah. Always you, a good idea with wet pavement like we're seeing today. I always feel like I can operate pretty well uh, on almost anything as long as you keep that spacing so you have chance to react, pump the brakes a little bit, something like that. But a lot of people don't even know about that kind of driving. <laughs> I know. Put the, we see it every day. Put the I, pedal I to the metal. So, so, Dad gets to, to talk about that. Well, he's talking about how, how many slide-offs this morning, Dad? You've got a count. I probably one. don't even have a yeah. good count on that. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot right now about uh, county-maintained areas, especially in the north. Uh, right now we've got a couple of traffic accidents, uh, 53rd Street North and uh, West Street. Okay. Also 85th North and Broadway. A couple of uh, big accidents out there right now. And you know what's scary about uh, that to me is there's so many stop signs out there and so many people run those stop signs regularly and today anything can happen. So we keep our fingers crossed. How, By the way, when you talk about one of those trucks that you've got with the high tech, how fast will one of those go, Tom? Can you get them up to about 80 or 90 miles an hour? Well, I suppose you could. We don't. We don't walk them to speed. <laughs> And when they're running the snowplow, you know, they're always a little bit slower than the rest of the traffic. So yeah. people need to be kind of careful and give them a little bit of room. Yep, a little patience. That's what we need. All right, Tom, hey, thanks for being with us. As always, we appreciate it. Tom Hine from the Kansas yeah. Department of Transportation. You know, several years ago, uh, Ted, uh, for you listeners out there, the, I remember that several years ago when we had uh, uh, John Tretbar was doing our traffic. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yep. And yep. He's the one who actually, I think, ta- found Tom. And he would uh, get him on and get his information from him every day. And I don't know how many years ago that was, but Tom's been with us, been around a while. And uh, keep an eye on the KDOT presence here in South Central Kansas. All right, Ted, got Shocker basketball tonight. And uh, late uh, game tonight? It's late. Why why is it? Is that about an hour later than 8 o'clock tip? Any reason for that? It's because of TV. Oh, because of TV? Well, there you go. Seems like pretty much this year, TV either puts you on at 6 p.m. or 8 p.m. All right, well. So um, we don't get the seven seven o'clock start very often. Now I have not been out. I haven't been to a game for a long time at Ocarina. Where are you actually physically situated? Are you are you are the play by play guys next to you? Is a nope. scorekeeper next to you? No, nope. scorekeeper's next to me. The scorekeeper. The radio the, people are radio and TV are both across the court from me. Across the court, They're on the west side of the court. Well, home radio and TV. Yes, As you are on the same side with the opposing with the radio. visiting radio. Yep. Okay. Hmm. I'm almost right at midcourt. All right. So uh, I, I guess that's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, what else do you want to know? Mm, um, okay. I think I – did my grandson tell me he came to a yeah. game? went to a game the other night. And he was able to breach security somehow and come down yeah, and say hi. Yeah, came down and said hi to me. That was good. All right, that's that, – Nolan, that's kind of unlike him. I never knew him to be the kind of guy who would do that, but he's – He's maturing. He's yeah, it was little... nice to nice to see see someone. I, I think it was a big thrill for him. Uh, he said he got your autograph, and uh, he was real excited about that. <laughs> so the scorekeeper's right there. Who is the scorekeeper? Just somebody who didn't it used to be the Wichita Eagle or somebody provided that, or is it no? Just a full time employee. Been a, it's always been an is employee. It? Okay, so they can't uh, they can't really cheat, can they? Like take a white out and take <laughs> better not. <laughs> Big, big problem. All right. Got to make sure everything adds up. Shocker basketball sure scores, right? Our good friend Mike Kennedy and, and Dave Dahl will be doing it. Yep. Haven't heard from Dave for a while. Sure. 
Sure, he's doing fine. 741 now. Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. We have information on funeral services for Bill Roy. Stay with us. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS 746 on this Wednesday morning. Three big things. Overnight storm brings rain and snow to central Kansas, along with some hazardous driving conditions. Tornado causes heavy damage in Houston suburbs. No fatalities reported. One. Kansas Governor Kelly pushes middle-of-the-road policies and food tax cut in state-of-the-state speech. Three big things. Steve and Ted on KNSS. Heavy traffic volumes out there uh, mean, in this kind of weather, a lot of accidents. We do have a whole lot of accidents uh, that we're hearing about. Uh, northbound K-15, right around 47th Street South. Uh, a couple of traffic accidents on eastbound Kellogg, uh, one by uh, 167th Street West, another one by West Street. A couple of traffic accidents up north, one right now near Broadway and 85th Street North. You'll want to avoid that area. Just take it slow and be very, very careful out there this morning. Things are slippery. Traffic update, 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. You know, Jed, I haven't seen, I've been watching the emails, but I haven't seen any announcement about the Emergency Accident Reporting Plan, ERP. Any idea of any clue whether that's in effect? I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, think it is. Ooh, I don't I know that seen, for 100% oh. sure, but I have heard nothing about it. Okay, haven't seen it. I haven't either. All right. Mostly cloudy today with a high of 36 degrees. Partly cloudy and cool tonight, the overnight low 23. Thursday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 39 degrees. Now fog, mist, a north wind at 13 miles per hour and 31 degrees. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch. Up-to-date events and new whiskey and bourbon releases are available in the Monarch newsletter. Sign up online at monarchwichita.com. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS Wall Street. Watched Tuesday as more earnings reports show both gains and losses for America's biggest companies. Markets ending the day mixed as industrial and financial sectors moved higher. The Dow ending up posting gains for the third straight day. 3M was down after missing Wall Street expectations on earnings and the international giant announced job cuts of 2,500. Meanwhile, U.S. business activity contracted less than expected in January. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. Yeah, the Dow closed down, uh, closed up 104 points. S&P down three points. NASDAQ down 30 points. Microsoft has reported a 12% drop in profit for the October to December quarter, reflecting the economic uncertainty, it says, led to its decision to cut 10,000 workers. The company reported quarterly profit of only $16.43 billion. Mm. Or $2.20 per share, that is not enough profit to maintain 10,000 employees, I guess. And let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. A funeral service for Wichita Business Journal editor Bill Roy will be held at 2 o'clock on the afternoon of Tuesday, February 7th. That's going to be at Wichita's Central Community Church, the 6100 block of West Maple. Roy passed away Sunday from complications of Lou Gehrig's disease. He'd been diagnosed with the disease back in 2019. A service will also be held in Lenexa, Kansas, at the Porter Funeral Home at 2 p.m. on February 4th. Roy grew up in Overland Park. He graduated from Shawnee Mission North High School. 
In lieu of flowers, the family is suggesting donations be made to Project ALS and the 199 Reintegration Program. That's a Johnson County nonprofit supporting survivors of human sex trafficking. Wichita State University plans to invest in upgrades for another of its sports facilities, this time for its softball program. WSU will begin work on the first phase of a $17.5 million renovation to Wilkins Stadium, starting with a new softball team complex and indoor practice facility. WSU says the Wilkins Stadium project is funded in part by $700,000 from two separate gifts, $600,000 coming from a $1.1 million estate gift from longtime Shocker shocker, uh, athletic supporter Linda Park and $100,000 from Jeannie and Ricky Brotherton. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted on KNSS. That's one of those days, Ted, where uh, I am very pleased that I don't have to work outdoors. I'm sure you are, too. But, uh, yeah, folks are earning their earning their pay out there, whether it's uh, cleaning up the streets, or making sure the electricity is on. And, by the way, Jad, we haven't seen any, any reports of power outages, have we? I haven't seen any yet, no. Usually if there's a little wind... You get a lot of those. We haven't had we haven't had much wind with this at all. Mm-mm. Nope. Right now, a north wind at 13 miles per hour. And we're still below freezing, so, you know, got to take it easy out there. And uh, take it easy. Yeah. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Just trying to think uh, what else is going on right now. The, a tornado in Houston yesterday, Ooh, or close to bad. Houston. Uh, and it's just, when when is tornado season anymore? I think it's 12 months a year for, for parts of the country. It used to be we were we you know growing up and and covering storms here for us on the radio, we were considered tornado alley right here in Wichita in South Central Kansas, but uh, now I, I think they get a whole lot more over to the southeast. I'll have to check with Chance Hayes coming up here in a in a few weeks and, and do an interview. Chance Hayes of the National Weather Service because he tracks that kind of stuff and keeps statistics on it. Uh, how many tornadoes come through every year and. It's been kind of, well, we had the Andover, what, a couple of years ago. And the Andover tornado, that was uh, that was a pretty good tornado. But, uh, yeah, a uh, suburb of Houston and in January. Used to be nothing until at least March or April. But, uh, yeah, I think <laughs> I think the climate's changing. I'll just, just based on my observations. Yeah, the tornadoes the seem to, basically from Texas to Florida, seems to be the swath now where you get... Yeah, more and more. And of course, if you have a hurricane, uh, a lot of times there's a you know, tornado connected with one of those. But I think we're out of hurricane season now. Um, but if you were out there driving, I was thinking about this this morning as I was coming across town. I was thinking, you know, somebody today, I hope it's not me or you or one of our guys, but somebody today is going to have one of those slide-offs or a collision of some sort, and they're going to have to, you know, go through the whole process, call the insurance company, mm-hmm. get the body shop lined up, and... Uh, go through the whole rigmarole that happens when you have an accident. And it's not going to be pleasant for some folks today. So make sure you're not one yeah, of them. Yeah, don't be, don't be it, in that category. Take it easy yeah, out yeah. there. Uh, because if an accident can just disrupt your life in so many ways. And we don't want anybody getting hurt. Either. Right. It's something else that you'll, you know, you'll want to check. It, obviously, probably before this time of year comes around. Uh, I know I talk about uh, Carl's Goodyear tire during the traffic reports, but... Tire tread is really important this time of year for traction. So uh, you can really decrease your chances of having one of those slide-offs. If 
not only if you slow down, but if you've actually got decent tires on your vehicle as well. You know, growing up, I remember that uh, some people put chains on their on their tires. You get these chains that went around the tire, mm-hmm. and easy to put on, and and this kind of weather that, that gives you a pretty good grip. My dad, who was, of course, he was. Uh, and back worked, in the day, people had snow tires. Yeah, my dad on was. Their cars he was a big believer in snow in tires winter. for years. He would at the time of the year he'd go over there and he had a couple of brand new, pretty good snow tires. Put them on the car, run them for a you know a couple of months, then take them off, switch them back out again. Mm-hmm. So he was a big believer in that. And I think towards the end of his life, he thought, well, I can drive on this stuff. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. need to do it all the time. Well, Today, the yeah. all-weather tires have gotten a lot better, mm-hmm. so that's, that's what uh, that's true more or less what everybody has now is the all-weather type tire. Mm-hmm. As far as chains go, those tear up roadways really badly. Oh, yeah, though. no kidding. Mm-hmm. I would imagine they're illegal now, but uh, in those days, they used to run them. Today is uh, it's kind of a fun day, National Opposite, opposite Day, a fun day of switcheroos. What better way than to not celebrate? <laughs> I mean, we don't really mean that, or do we? Good morning, or is it good night? Hello, or is it goodbye? It doesn't sound fun at all I am to cold, me. or I am hot. No, it just seems like it's just another silly holiday, and I wonder who sponsored it. Somebody who is opposite of somebody. All right, National Opposite Day. Yeah, that's kind of a silly one. All right, Steve, at 10 in the morning here. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to have some really interesting stuff to share with you with Steve and Ted. Uh, we'll have coverage of the Kansas Governor Kelly's State of the State speech, the annual uh, speech. Got some good coverage on that coming up. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, we had Kansas State men's basketball on the road last night at Iowa State. We'll see how that came out. We'll talk about that in sports. And entertainment news, the blur. Yeah, we'll get you your entertainment news. The Oscar nominations came out yesterday. Oh, yeah. That'll be a focus yeah. on the entertainment news in the blur. That'll be at 835 this morning. And we'll keep you updated on traffic and weather this morning. Mm-hmm. All in the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.